And we're rolling. And let's go. <laughs> Boom. Um, so the other night, um, I was telling Tom about this the other day. The other night, I was looking through the list of fatal, fatal alligator attacks on Wikipedia. That is a list. <laughs> Your Wikipedia history is something uh, never to be unlocked. Yeah, there's so a, it's my Google search history. There's um. Yeah. Yours is just all WebMD. There's three Wikipedia pages I could recommend to anybody right now. List of alligator attacks, fatal alligator attacks in the U.S. The Texas City disaster um, in like the... Texas City? Yeah, yeah, where like a massive fertilizer ship blew up in like the Gulf of uh, Mexico. It was like on a... One of the city... It was Texas City. The whole town was leveled. Like 400 people were killed. It was fucked up. Oh, my God. God, can you imagine if that's Mick Roberts than, just blew up? That's more than, like, the Buffalo Creek disaster. Yeah, it was one of the... I think it's the, like, deadliest industrial, maybe, disasters. Anyways. Besides, like... It's fascinating because of the chemistry behind it. Chernobyl? Yeah. Well, I don't think a lot of people died in Chernobyl. They just got really fucked up and sick. Oh. So they probably died after the... After God the damn. Long, slow, painful. Yeah, yeah. Well, where I was going with that was that... um. Well, that was two. Did you give the third one? Yeah, the third one is um on the Bifurk Dolphin, which is a... <laughs> it's an under... It's a... um What do they call those, like, drilling rigs offshore? An offshore drilling yeah, yeah, rig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was a, a depressurized... Uh, tank there that some divers were living in and it's really gruesome <laughs> dolphins did something to them no that was the name of the ship itself oh this isn't about actual dolphins no no okay i, I love dolphins question. they have sex for pleasure they do you're right only other they mammals jack off. who have sex for pleasure yeah mm. that would imply that they, in, enjoy, they enjoy it, it. <laughs> anyone having sex for pleasure masturbates so <laughs> yeah yeah they don't <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where I was? Go- where was the question you were going to ask? Why are you? Why the focus on um, gruesome workplace incidents? Because <laughs> I work for um, a pizza place now, and my I'm already losing feeling in my arm. Jesus Christ! <laughs> already? I'm just kidding. I've, well, I've lost all the hair on my arm, and of course, you have no insurance. Nothing. And you're making like ten dollars an hour. That's capitalism, baby. <laughs> Working next to a 700 degree oven. Uh huh. Um, sending mean texts. That can. That's my only theory as to why I'm obsessed with workplace disasters right now. The alligator attacks are not necessarily workplace disasters, but there's one I wanted to tell you about specifically. I was telling Tom about it the other day. I, I think I have. I guess this is kind of what the movie Jaws was based on. Not alligators, but... Could you imagine the animus you would hold for a species that ate your child? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't myself. I would just say, hey, that's, and them's the brakes, kid. Right. But, wasn't that kind of crazy in Jaws? He's like, you know, like... They they just, like, hated sharks from that point out. Yeah, yeah. After the movie came out, you mean? Yeah. Like, people did. Like, there was a mass thing. Of Not like, all well, sharks. Well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the sharks had to run a campaign. Not all sharks. I, I'll tell you an interesting wiki entry to look up, but I don't really know exactly what it's called. But the number of shark attacks that don't happen in the ocean, like that, happen on a, like a boat or well, something. Well, like you know, like what the bull shark, I guess, is kind of the the go to. Like what the libertarian guys will say. Well, you know, you know, bull sharks can live in fresh water. <laughs> Wait, why did libertarians say that? I just feel like that's just something like, <laughs> like, a, uh, like a guy that's just, just like real, that you thinks he's the smartest guy in the world. <laughs> libertarians are some indignant motherfuckers. Well, they are convinced <laughs> they're the, the smartest truth. people in the room. They love to drop little barb factoids, <laughs> though. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's true. Well, I have my former neighbor was a libertarian. He was always trying to co- corner me to talk about like central banking and the Civil War. <laughs> Oh, my God. Because the, you know what the libertarian take on the Civil War is, right? The libertarian take on the Civil War is that the two nations did not have to go to war, that slavery could have ended peacefully with free trade. Yeah, that is. He he gave me a book to read called uh, 
a disease of the public mind that dealt on these themes. <laughs> and That's uh, such a libertarian title for a book. Yeah. Disease of the public mind. Um, you know. That's anyway. I disease s- of the public mind. Right, right. For some reason, it just makes me think of this show Parks and Rec and how awful it was every time they had a public meeting in that stupid show. It does feel a lot like... <laughs> My former job at nonprofit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, libertarians just hate the public, man. <laughs> they just really do. They're obsessed with themselves. <laughs> well, they would just be the first guy that would say, actually, like Michigan had a shark attack and da 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 da, because <laughs> a bull shark swam up the Mississippi and ended up there somehow. Right, right. You know that kind of stuff. Anyway, it is kind of interesting though to look at that. Like, bet you never like go ahead, go to the tape right now. Look up shark attacks in Illinois. Shark attack statistics in like Illinois or Got it. Right. any state that borders the Mississippi River. Shark attack statistics. God, oh, listen, I'm all. I'm supposed to be going to the beach, and uh, not all shark, not all sharks. <laughs> Next week, and I'm all, but my you're not sister. Going to Illinois? No, fuck that. No, actually, <laughs> yeah. I am. This weekend, I'm going to Chicago. What I'm going to Chicago Pride. By, what if Tanya Turner was killed got by killed a by a shark, shark in Illinois? In on the great, on like the beach that's on like Lake. Uh, what is it? Lake, lake Michigan. That's is it in, Lake Michigan that's or Chicago? In, that's Chicago, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, fuck. Yeah, because that's the first great lake I ever saw. And I just remember, because they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to go like a short drive. Like a short. And we got there, and I was like, God damn, that's the biggest lake I ever saw. Because it didn't occur to me. Yeah. And she looked at me, she's like, well, it is a great lake. Yeah. Oh, well, fuck. Yeah, I guess so. Because you can't see to the other side. I've never seen a lake that you can't see to the other side of. Yeah. <laughs> I went to uh, Lake Michigan with Alex this past fall, and it was pretty trippy this is it is like the ocean essentially but yeah i'm going to chicago pride this weekend um you're doing all the pride rounds aren't you yeah what other pride thing have i been to not county harlan county (laughs) we created our own pride (laughs) thing in oklahoma oh that's true i was a straight pride in oklahoma Pascal's just, wager of pride events, Tanya. We just yeah. call Rachel's birthday every year not County Pride. Oh, God. It's not, it's just a birthday party, but we're, it's just like a country queers gathering, well, and we call it not County Pride. It really lands in, it's in Pride Month, and she's from West Virginia. Exactly. And it's West Virginia's birthday month. Yeah. Well, I've been to no other actual Pride events. Chicago's my first one this year. I don't know, Tom. It's It does seem like, um, Last we're, year, though, I saw Lizzo at Big Freed at Pride. Um, okay, I'm going to hush about there, my pride of it. There, we want to talk about bull sharks, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Not bears. <laughs> Not leather daddies. Speaking of which, I did, Speak I did walk into a bear last night. Where Tom at? did walk into a bear last they're night. They're everywhere. They're literally they're, everywhere they're, right they now. They don't give a fuck anymore. They got no fucks to give. No. Well, I was walking were, Sally, and she like, goes... And then she stuck her chest out real big and was trying to lunge at it. And I took a step back and I I was like, oh, wait, that's not what you're supposed to do. So if you run from a bear, that's bad. Don't run from a bear. Are you supposed to swell up? You're supposed to start to start making noise and try to make yourself look bigger. I would love to see the like parking lot cam of you <laughs> matched up with a bear trying to just be like, oh. No, <laughs> well, s- bro, Sally did. <laughs> Sally did that for me. Okay, she made the noise. and it looked at us, and I'm just like, oh fuck. Well, the scariest thing about a bear encounter is nobody ever gets like attacked by black bears. It's very rare. Yeah, but only the, if a cub's involved. Right, and you're fucking with with the cub. The scariest thing, though, is knowing that if this thing wanted to kill me right now, it could, and there's not a damn thing I could do about it. <laughs> no, but they're more scared of you, probably. We would have probably heard your screams from Matt's apartment. Oh, my God. You played it like the Grizzly Man tapes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. So, it was in like it was around, like, the farmer's market? Yeah, so I was walking on the walking track there. You know where the bridge is? Yeah. It was. I was walking. I was like, "Damn, that's an awfully big dog." Every time, <laughs> every time, because they're on all fours and they're black, and it's like, "Whoa, oh!" <laughs> and then it just kind of looked at me. Sally goes, whoa, whoa, "Whoa!" Stuck her chest out. Then it just kind of like went down the hill to the ri- to the river. Um. Well, okay, it could be worse. Damn. You could have been. You could have been eighty-one years old, Robert Steele. Who was eaten by an alligator on September 11th, 
We shouldn't laugh about that. His granddaughter probably listens to this show. Kidding like, God damn it. God it cancels damn her Patreon immediately. <laughs> She's like one of our like thirty dollar Patreons or something. What's crazy is my cu- my cousin Caleb was born on that day. That's crazy. Well, yeah. this would have been insane because could you imagine? You don't die immediately. Like earlier in the day, you'd been watching the Twin Towers fall. You're like, wow, this holy is, shit, this the is, world's upside, the world's upside down. down. I gotta get outside. Everything's changing. Oh yeah, I need to get some fresh air. And then an <laughs> alligator bites your leg off below the late knee, and you're like, what, what the fuck is happening? This is the worst day ever. <laughs> Meanwhile, meanwhile, somewhere, meanwhile, somewhere in Pennsylvania, that guy's bowling a perfect game and he's fine. (laughs) Wait, what's an eighty-one-year-old doing close to alligators? He's walking his dog, I guess. His (gasps) fucking dog didn't bow up. Well, damn, you've been you've been down South Carolina. That place is crawling with alligators. I've only ever really seen them in Florida. That was in South Carolina. I think it was in Florida. Yeah, Florida. Yeah, they just lay around like they they also got no shits to give. It was in Sanibel, Florida. Yeah. You think he just didn't see it? Like you could walk up on a copperhead here? Probably. He just walked up on that some bitch had no idea and it took his leg off. Uh huh. Yeah, you know, you're Shit. probably right. His dying thoughts probably were that the Taliban had some role in it. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually the ideological godfather of God the, the new American right. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's why we have Trump. Right. Who's, who's driving that alligator? <laughs> hey, let's keep in perspective. A man died here. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, it was in his 80s. Laughing about okay, it. Okay, well, this is a profile in courage, is it not? Well, funny you mentioned that, Tanya, because I have a profile in courage for us today. And Thomas it is, Sexton. It, what? He's our, he's our next profile in courage. Yeah, he's your next profile in courage. Thomas oh Dale God, Sexton. I didn't really prepare any remarks. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm honored, though. Um, I have a truly weird one for you today. Um, <laughs> but before we get started, um, so we have not actually debuted this on the show. We only what? talked about it at the live show. Our new segment called True Billies ah, Profiles and Courage or something like Ooh. that. I need some sort of We debuted it with Casanova. Yeah, but we didn't have a name for the segment then. Oh, I gotcha. So this would be the fourth installment of the Trillbillies for a files in courage. Profiles in courage. Yes. <laughs> Blinking <Ooh>. lights. <laughs> I hope it's the guy that bowled a 300 on 911. No, it's not. Um, but Wait. it does have to do with woodland critters. Okay. Is there a wiki page of like weird other weird things that happened on 911 2001? There is, is a page and actually this is a fascinating wiki page wiki page. There's um, a wiki page about all of the sort of global incidents that happened in the hours and days after 9-11. Like, all the responses from everyone in the world. Like, all the minute-by-minute minute, um, responses. So... God, we didn't really... Really, that stretch from, like, Y2K to 9-11, we really didn't get much respite from panic, did we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. Remember, that shit was crazy. Anyway, carry on. Yeah, you're right, you're right. All right, so um, we've got today our fourth installment of the Trillbillies Profile in Courage. As I said, it involves it involves woodland critters. Um, Tanya's hooked in. And it, um, so wait. Woodland but, creatures. Yeah, if you want to hear the third installment, I forgot, go to the Street Fights e- iTunes page. And SoundCloud, SoundCloud, yeah. They posted the live show. It's about a little man named Franz, Franz Reichelt. And me and Tom did the fucking... Um, what would you call it like bit so many times that like i could only talk in the french voice like i'm going to jump off the tower we were well prepared that did you oh you i'm you, having a hard time going back to it it's normal you did the whole live show well, in a french accent do it a french voice i mean nobody, nobody. well this one takes place in 1700s england so we're going back to casanova's time basil okay but we're, we're going to Brit, great britain england um so this is the fourth so we got omseti yeah Casanova. Right. Franz Reichelt, number three. Number four is... This is number four. Wait for it. A woman named Mary Toft. Um, And this takes place in, as I said, 1700s England. What Mary Toft is known for is... Spell Toft. T-O-F-T. Mary Toft. Got it. My name's Toft. (laughs) Excellent. I like to get a toast off. Uh Uh-huh. Um, so she is known for, um, 
giving birth to rabbits. That's right. Oh, yeah, hold on a second. <laughs> I just want to be clear about something. Are you going to blow my mind real quick? Like, or is she just like like she breeds rabbits? We're going to get into that. She's like, I'm Seti. Well, didn't I'm Seti think she... She thought that she spoke with the dead. And she actually might have. Probably not. But... Who's to say? Who's to say? All right. Mary Toft. Born in 1703, she was a poor peasant, a servant, and she was illiterate. She just worked fields. Um, in 1726, she was 25, and she had a miscarriage. Um, and the next year, so we're going to be getting into some science here, into some cultural mores and norms here. Mm. So just sit with me here for a second. There will be some uncomfortable things. I'm buckled in. We are rehabilitating this person because she did not get the historical. Did she get canceled in the well, 1700s? She, she did. Get more comfortable. She did than not I am. get the historical credit she deserves. How do you get canceled in the 1700s? I'm telling you. She, well, you have to be. You could literally poor. own other humans in the 1700s, and that was accepted. <laughs> yeah. How do you get canceled? <laughs> By being a peasant woman. Oh, that's oh, right. oh there's that. That's right. No. Sorry. Okay. Um, so she had a miscarriage in uh, September 1726. She went into labor a month after she had a miscarriage. It's kind of weird. She went into labor and she gave birth to what people described at that time as a liverless cat. They couldn't quite tell what it was. Uh, pieces of flesh and hair and stuff like that. What? So they called the local doctor in town. The doctor comes over, the obstetrician at this time. Hold on a second, hold on a second, hold on a second. 1726. So they basically called a witch. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, cl- they called the town witch. They called, they called like the CBD guy. It's funny you bring this up because this was actually a period in time in which scientific medical progress was changing. So before this, most of the people who delivered babies were midwives or women midwives. And then you had the scientific revolution and enlightenment. And then men started thinking that they knew more about women's reproduction system, how to deliver babies. Holds up. (laughs) (laughs) Hasn't changed much, has it? I wish we were video podcasts and captured Tanya's reaction. Checks out. Hasn't changed much, right? Yeah, here we are. So um, so they called the local obstetrician who comes over. It's this man named John Howard. He's like, all right, uh, look at you. Look at you. Um, <laughs> Why, it's a liveless cat. <laughs> Why, it's not a baby. It's not a baby. I have a, that was a bad British accent. It's not a baby. You it's not a here. baby. It's a liveless cat. I've been trying so fucking hard for weeks to do Liam Neeson. <laughs> it is so hard. It's like, Anakin, duck. <laughs> That's pretty close. Where's he from? He's from like maybe I- Ireland. Ireland, yeah, I think so. You've got to get out of the house. Fuck. It's so close. I will find you. I will find you. And I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I will find you. And I will fuck you in the ass. <laughs> I will find you and deliver your liverless cat. <laughs> Lobotomize you and fuck the hole. I will find you. All right. So, um, so John Howard comes over. Over the course of the next month, this is what Mary Toft gave birth to. She gave birth to a rabbit's head, the legs of a cat, and all in a single day, nine baby rabbits. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. 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 Can an actual rabbit deliver nine rabbits in one day? I think so. I think they can have a litter they can have a litter of nine? <laughs> Probably. Look, I told you this was going to blow your mind. What's going on here? But look, there. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Okay. So when take all the time you need to process. Do, so when Doctor John, you know, comes over with his amulets and so forth. <laughs> amulets. He actually saw her. <laughs> his tongs. With the baby bump. And then. Yeah. Yeah. Then after with birth, his own hands, pulled out. A liverless baby cat. rabbits. <laughs> so we've got what the a liverless f- cat and nine baby rabbits. This is so, and a rabbit's head. This is so macabre. A rabbit's head. Yeah, yeah, and so, the legs of a cat. This is like one of the. This is like this is like <laughs> wit the witch two. 
One of those like Oh yeah. wow it really it is. is Like one of those like, A24 scary movies sure. Right, right. It's like, like period piece scary movies live. It's like a black metal song basically Yeah But there is a perfectly reasonable Umbrella man Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure, sure. Alright <laughs> so, Umbrella man Howard You know The guy with the amulets Comes over and uh, You know After he delivers all this He's like This is fucking crazy I've got to alert the king So he writes his letter <laughs> to the king and the king is like Oh this is insane We've got to get people down there <laughs> So he sings He sends two of his um, Physicians And these are two very important people Because they will come back up In the story later One of them is named Nathaniel St. Andre He is uh, A physician to the court of the king And he was like German or Dutch or some shit. Everybody hated some, him. Something weird. Something weird. Everybody hated him because he spoke Vince great English. And he has been tasked with minimizing the effects of years of royal incest. <laughs> that is official his job. job. Is this the Umbrella Man explanation? <laughs> his official job. She wasn't really a peasant woman. She was actually royalty, and that's just the result of. That's the result of his generations of just of fucking your cousins. <laughs> Royal incest. Right, yes. This was his job. Bloodletting nine year olds whose like faces were so scrunched in. Cold. Who were born looking like eighty year olds. Yeah. <laughs> Benjamin Button right. bitches. Bruised like peaches. <laughs> um so she, he sends this guy, Nathaniel St. Andre, and he sends um the secretary of the king of wells or the prince of wells um this guy named stefan molino so you got two these two guys stefan molino wait a Nathaniel second st andrew you're talking about stefan molino from twitter yes the right way all right guy he went down to check on this okay <laughs> he had to find out for himself okay as any skeptic one so they go down there um they start you know uh by this point like news of mary had spread all around she was like a celebrity at this point. Everybody was like, but not for the reasons yeah. you'd want to be. Probably someone up the yeah, someone up the road is giving birth to a few a, a few cats. I sit here on my Jack Johnson. Two cat legs come out of <laughs> out of a twat. <laughs> her fucking cunt. I came right out. <laughs> um. So the, all these rabbits. All these fucking rabbits. <laughs> it's rubbish. Where do they put the rabbits afterwards, you think? They've just got them all in a basket. Oh, They're a just like, question. who's going to mother these fucking... Who's going to well, titty they- milk? <laughs> who's going to breastfeed these fucking rabbits? <laughs> You've got all these live rabbits. I think they were mostly born dead. I think most She of these- had 10 stillbirths in one day? <laughs> Tanya, did she live? Tanya. She did tw- 10 miscarriages. They were all born dead. You're the sex ed expert here. No, I, I, <laughs> what you no got for? Hey, before he goes any further, what you got here? Nothing. <laughs> did she live? She did. She actually lived a long, productive life. Um, In her older years, did she write any reflections on um, there the are, events? There are a few people around her who did, who did have their own theories, and I will, I will get to that. Sorry, it's okay. So ask all that's the questions. Just a lot, you want. That's just a lot. Just to take ask in all right the now. questions you want. So um, if this if this question had come up in the anonymous box and sexy sex said, I would have immediately canceled <laughs> the workshop and left. We're gone. <laughs> this is a, a meeting adjourned. So um, so the kings, you know, Saint Andre and Molyneux, they come down here to. Um, yeah, the hemophiliac doctor and the alt right and the top conservative on Twitter, <laughs> alt right. Right. A he- what's a hemophiliac? Someone who uh, gets bruised and immediately oh, starts oh, bleeding. Right. It's like the... commonly associated with like. I mean, it's a chromosomal defect. So my future sister-in-law's big in the blood disorders community in Chicago. She works for a or did work for a hemophiliac ex society type thing, and it's. Man, it's a torturous it history. It's actually a very um, bleak existence. Like a lot of hemophiliacs died of AIDS in the 80s because of just the yeah. blood transfusions before, like the testing. And so, like, you had to keep getting, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so Mary was not a hemophiliac, but the doctor, as anyways, San Andre and then Molino, they go down there. Um, and when they get there, uh, she Mary had just, she was in labor with her 15th rabbit. 
God um, damn. She, and then she gave birth to several more in their presence, in the presence of Molyneux and San Andre. Wait, so this all happened in like, what, a week's time? Well, they, no, the letter has back, to get there? The back then, everything took like, you know, three months. So they, they didn't get there till November. And, and while they're there, she's delivering more rabbits. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she is, yes. How many total of rabbits did she birth? <laughs> well, uh, right now, how many, the count is like 17. How so. many made it? I'm pretty sure all of them died. Okay. I'm pretty sure all of them died. So, anyways. I just... There is no conceivable way that this bow is going to get tied. <laughs> there will be. I'll tell... I'll, I'll, I'll show you. I'll, I'll lead you there. Take my hand. We're going to go. Okay. Um, so, anyways, uh, the king, meanwhile, he's like, I'm not sure if I believe this. This is a little... I've got like a Yorkshire accent. I highly doubt the king was from the working uh, slums. <laughs> the <of> working <laughs> classes. <laughs> we got get, we got get a real skeptic down there. <laughs> Let get in a pussy. Anyways, so he sends another guy, surgeon. This guy, his name is Syriacus Allers. He was another German surgeon. <laughs> he was another alt right Twitter. He guy. was another alt right Twitter guy. <laughs> I just want to point out that Terence is referencing copious handwritten notes. <laughs> about this <laughs> he, he's done a full goddamn book report well i mean what, what you wouldn't want me to show up not prepared <laughs> yeah i guess the, yeah all right this is like a journal entry You're right well i didn't have a whole lot going on this afternoon um so <laughs> i just right. wanted to be prepared for you apparently you did the people the people <laughs> anyways he sends this german so, uh surgeon down there named allers Allers is a little bit skeptical, so he has to see some of these rabbits, and he dissects them, starts looking through them. Smart. And he notices in the dung, because these rabbits have dung in their bodies, he notices that there's gra- there's hay inside of them. So he thinks, okay, they, they, these didn't gestate inside of her. Like, these were not grown inside of her Because they've eaten hay. Yeah, because they've eaten hay, and they obviously maturated or grew up outside of her body. Um... But he keeps cl- he keeps his cards close to his chest. He's like, I'm not gonna tell anybody. I'm not gonna tell anybody that I'm highly suspicious of this. Um, so in the meantime, they move her to this sort of like bathhouse in another town because she wants she needs to be closer to her all her physicians. At this point, there's like dozens of them. She has a team. She has a team because all of Britain's medical like burgeoning medical industry profession at this time was there. Like, all the biggest names, all of them were like, this is fucking crazy. I've not seen anything like this. Is she just on bed rest this for months? Yeah. This whole time? Well, this whole time, she's just giving birth. <laughs> she's, like, constantly having contractions and giving labor. Um, it, it, I think it's humanly impossible to be in labor for three months. <laughs> well, uh... Women's bodies have a, uh... This, was, this is partially why... I think Mary Toff deserves to be rehabilitated because she knew that the British medical profession at this time was just filled with a bunch of basically like self-important, uh, self-aggrandizing men who didn't know anything about really, you know, they didn't know anything about women's reproduction or anything like that. So Still she really, don't. She, so, so she really totally took uh, basically sort of took a loophole and in fact later in life she wrote disparagingly about a lot of these doctors like i'm sure you know like, these guys were fucking idiots anyways um so while she's there though i think i know where this is going while, while she's in this new place she has a hard time obviously suddenly she has a hard time giving birth to rabbits um and you know she's still like going through labor and contractions but she's not giving birth to rabbits anymore so while all these doctors are there at the bathhouse, they catch someone sneaking through the back door. And it's like a little servant. And he had a rabbit with him. And he was basically, um, you know, made to confess. Like, what, what are you doing in here? Why have you got a rabbit? Uh, you know, he's like, well, I was paid by Mary's sister-in-law to sneak it in here for Mary. And so at that Just point. Sneaking a rabbit. Sneaking a rabbit in. Right, right. So at that point, the jig is basically up. Everybody's like, okay, this is a hoax. Like, you're, you're basically fooling all of us. And she's, like, made to confess, uh, you know, that she had basically, you know, what she said she did, she confessed she did, was she had basically, she was putting dead rabbits up her pussy. 
and basically like pretending to give birth to them. And at the the biggest explanation uh, she for she was him, trying to own the smarty britches by sort of. She had several ulterior motives. The first was I, I'm not sure if she was making any grand statement. She was just sort of exploiting a loophole in what she saw was sort of like public medical knowledge. Sure. But the second was apparently at this time there was like traveling circuses and they would like you know if someone was found to be like deformed or giving birth to rabbits people would you know tour them around the countryside and like they'd make a lot of money doing that the birth of the sideshow yes the sideshow basically <clears throat> um and so that was basically her ulterior motive just basically like okay if i can convince britain's medical uh profession that i'm giving birth to rabbits then like, surely pt barnum will give me exactly well, exactly well, he was much later but anyway that's yeah. exactly right um so this caused a huge scandal in britain a huge scandal because um, basically, it but showed. But it took all these doctors so long. To yeah. Yes, and it was a it was a huge thing. It was like a thing of ridicule in the newspapers at this time, because this was like in the beginning days of like Britain's, you know, uh, printing press, and they'd like write satirical cartoons about people in the pages of the yeah. of the newspapers. Um, and so it was a huge scandal. People were um, basically like, well, these these wankers ain't got any idea how they, what they're doing. They've got no idea. Because, um, like, there was all these, like, theories um, sort of, like, floating around at this time that, like, there was something called maternal impression. Like, doctors, some doctors actually thought that, like, if you experienced trauma when you were pregnant, like, the experience would become impressed on your child. So some of these doctors literally thought that she was giving birth. Yeah, I, I grew up with a guy named Ricky. I don't say his last name. <laughs> But uh, he had bad psoriasis, uh-huh. but it almost made it look like he had turtle skin. And his mom told the story that uh, when she was pregnant with him that she was fishing. She was on a fishing trip, and she was out on the water. And when she, like, she felt something tugging on her line, when she reached down to get it, it was a snapping turtle, and it scared her. No shit. And she said that Ricky was marked by that <laughs> turtle. That's fascinating. Maternal impression. So it still, I mean, it still existed in the mountains up until the you know the eighties, so. <laughs> which means it probably still does in some places. Yeah. Um, but no, they believe that like people could be could give birth to what they called like suterkins or something like that, which were like half animal, half human. Do you remember the Elephant Man? You ever seen that movie, that David Lynch movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, that, about Jonathan Merrick, who was this you know famously deformed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like he told the story that his mom his mother was almost trampled by an elephant when she was pregnant with him and like that was his theory you know like because you know scientific knowledge at the time was still pretty uh rudimentary i guess (laughs) anyways so all this to say that um you know mary uh they basically arrested her and they charged her with like what yeah they charged her with being um a notorious and vile cheat which is the most British, <laughs> the most British charge I've ever heard. A notorious and vile cheat. So <laughs> that like, was a that's on the books, yes. uh, like against the law. A notorious and vile because she cheat. just because she hoodwinked them a little. Yes, yeah, all these all these absurd professionals. That's exactly right. So um, even the king was involved. Even the king was involved, but they let her off because there was like. They decided, like, well, there's not really anything we can really charge her with. Like, what did she do wrong? Like, there's nothing. So she got off. It's these dumb assholes who wanted to come <laughs> exactly. look up her pussy. What the fuck is she? <laughs> you exactly know, right. it's not like she wrote them all these letters. Right, right, right. And, like, that was the thing. It was kind of driven by the ego of these men who were like, because, like, one of them, St. Andre, wrote a 40-page pamphlet. Imagine being that big of a rube that you yeah. got hosed that bad. <laughs> yeah. You went home like, <laughs> was he Dutch? What was he, French? Yeah, I think he like Dutch or German or something like that. <laughs> Notorious and vile cheat. He wrote he wrote he wrote a forty page pamphlet called "The Short Narrative of an Extraordinary Delivery of Rabbits." That was a completely detailed, non skeptical account. Like, didn't even ask questions before it all came out. He had already written this. Yes, before it all came out as a hoax. <laughs> yeah, like he immediately got to work. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I got another question. <laughs> How do you fit eight rabbits? <laughs> 
because eight came out at once. Was that the th- nine in a day? In oh, a in day. a day. In a so day. You okay. never know. I mean, she had a gunny sack <laughs> under her ass. So she didn't have like. Well, but that's the thing. Like they men have no, especially in the 16th century and 2000. <laughs> men have no idea how vaginas even work. They're just poking it. Like, what's this? Do you know how has many- it come out of here? <laughs> I mean, I have seen. I, I, I mean, I've I've heard tell <laughs> of all basketballs. Um, I've seen that. I have seen that. I gerbils. Mean, <laughs> ger- gerbils, everything. I just... Well, I mean, there are babies, right? Dead baby rabbits. Yeah. Well, at that time, I bet that the men weren't even really allowed to get close to her vagina. They had to, like, <laughs> whoever was going to, like, pull it out from under the three blanket and pass it back to the right. other room or something crazy like you know human centipede of doctors yeah. and nurses yeah but i mean till this day there are people who think that you pee through a vagina right i mean, don't <laughs> it just comes out in one big gush of in high school i ha- i was on a trip with my boyfriend and his family coming back from pigeon forge and i had to pee and he said you ain't had no babies pissing that straw <laughs> Holy shit! That's what my boyfriend's dad said to me. That's insane. Amazing. I, I, for the longest time, I thought wait, wait, girls wait, wait, peed wait, out of wait. their ass. So that means a grown man yeah. thinks that the more sex you have, that like your piss stream gets bigger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you ain't had no babies pissing at straw. I honestly, I was so young, I had no idea what he was talking about. It made no sense That's, to me. It seems like that'd be hard to it, shoot the gap. Could you imagine just a fire hose? Just your pussy just blown out of fire hose and fucking piss? Because <laughs> <laughs> you haven't had any babies yet. I mean, because yeah. you've had several babies. Yeah. I did. I, I I did think girls peed out of their butt till I was embarrassingly old. That's what I'm telling 24. you. Like, yeah, we yeah. are kept... I mean, it's it's, you know... We're fucking ourselves over. I mean, we know this. Like, we... We refuse to um, allow people to explore. I mean, we have deter- we have let insane people determine what is appropriate right, and right. inappropriate. Yeah, yeah. Sex, something that is literally responsible for every living creature. Right. Has been ostracized <laughs> into such a manner Here, that. Here's my thing on Mary Toft. Okay. All right. I respect what she was going for. <laughs> I think she could have executed it a little more. Is there anything a little on, more humanely? Anything? Like, on, why not give birth to a, a, a carrot or a grapefruit? I'm or, sure it's because whoever the fuck it was had a rabbit farm. They had quick access to rabbits. Well, she had to use what she had uh, in her hand. Is, is there any documentation of them asking her who the father was? <laughs> So here's what she said. Oh, here's, that's a good question. Here's what she told them. Um, you know they're going to be battering her like, who, who, who's the father of these rabbits? Uh, who have you been fucking, Mary? Let me find the quote. Because the quote is some total like 18th century British shit. Like, she's basically talking about... Notorious and vile fucking, Mary. Notori- Knock it off. <laughs> Will you please make your Twitter bio... Uh, notorious and vile, vile cheater. Cheat. Yeah. Cheat. I was literally about to say that's a what I'm changing. Notorious and vile cheat. If I had a Tinder profile, that's what it would be. Notorious and vile cheat. So she told the she told him... Um, let's see. Let me find this real quick. Um, the woman hath... The women hath made oath... The thing, things back then were written so weird. Like they had just the weirdest grammar and like, yeah, f's look like s's or whatever. <laughs> um, let's see. F's look like s's. <laughs> yeah, you know, like a Massachusetts, it's like yeah. Massachusetts. In all nine, let's see. The woman hath made oath that two months ago, being working in a field with other women, they put up a rabbit who, running from them, they pursued it, but to no purpose. This created in her such a longing to it that she, being with child at the time, was taken ill and miscarried, and from that time she hath not been able to avoid thinking of rabbits. That's all she ever thought about. People, after all, differ much in their opinion about this matter, some looking upon them as great curiosities, fit to be blah, blah, blah. That's uh, St. Andre's. Um, yeah, that's, that was written in his sort of 40-page 
narrative expose that he thought was going to land him, um, you know, a big, <laughs> big promotion. Turns out it ruined his career. Turned out it ruined, ruined him. Totally Burnt. ruined him. I'm going to run this in the New Yorker. <laughs> Here's a question. How does this information survive? How did this get to you via Wikipedia or whatever the fuck? So, um, so we know about it because, like I said, it was a huge scandal in the British press at the time. You know, like, and a lot of the, a lot of those documents survived. Okay. But the main document that I took all this from was actually pretty fascinating. It was from this guy who was writing in 1834, I want to say, 1819. Um, James Caulfield, Portraits, Memoirs, and Characters of Remarkable Persons from the Revolution in 1688 to the End of the Reign of George II. And so um, so it was sort of passed down. You know, she was like a sort of, she had her own profiles encouraged throughout the years of people who were, you know, either more like Tom on this issue or more like me on this issue. <laughs> I'm not saying her work isn't important or shouldn't have been done. I just think that <laughs> the medium maybe could have... I'm cool with the giving birth thing. It's just the dead rabbits and liverless cat. The little, little. She kept them. (laughs) Hell, she kept this going for six months or longer. I don't know. People, people. And let's let's just go on record here to point out that it wasn't her that blew the cover. It was her dumb dick mm-hmm. nephew or whoever the fuck. So she right. could have kept this ruse she going. Could've she could have got a lot more mileage out of Imagine it. Imagine all the okay. conversations. Like, she had to, like, keep the same story going. <laughs> she couldn't file off of it. Or, you know what I mean? Like, imagine how, how much. No, it came out of my spot. What a great performance. This, uh, I'm telling you. That's perf- what I'm saying. As performance excellent she fucking convinced him that she was like in labor contractions uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> just an excellent performance give her an oscar you know what i'm saying this woman deserves an honorary doctorate <laughs> that's what i'm saying from yale she she if kelly l hall can get one <laughs> by god mary deserves one too yeah no she she uh she she was a great actor she exposed all of the hilariously patriarchal, heteronormative, whatever, um, norms of her day. She exposed some of the fallacies of the Enlightenment and the Scientific Revolution in the age of reason, you know. And, um, and um, I guess that's about it. <laughs> that's a good resume. That's more than we'll ever do. Uh, yeah, better than we got. And well, well, you know, and so... I guess putting it in the sort of pantheon of other profiles in Courage, which generally have been either... Om Seti was, like, a, a success. Obviously, like, her grift never was exposed. That's pretty great. Casanova, he was pretty um, forthright about it. What happened to Om Seti? She just, like, walked into the desert and turned to dust as she died or something? I forgot. <laughs> It was very dignified death. Bewitched. I remember that. It was, yeah. I can't remember either. Casanova, um, less so. <laughs> right. He died ridden with syphilis. And <laughs> God. Right. It's occupational. Hazard. Franz Reichelt died doing what he loved, um, testing his uh, scientific garage experiments. <laughs> and so our fourth, you know, she lived out the rest of her life, and uh, she was arrested uh, one more time later on in life for having stolen a bunch of jewels from some from some people. I thought you would really appreciate her, Tom, because she's totally just like a hustler. No, I appreciate Absolute I appreciate hustler. it. I just think it's Absolute I think hustler. the cat leg thing grossed me out. That's he, what I'm saying. Tom, you have to keep in hey, mind that Tom's body. number one priority, <laughs> Tom's number one identity is cat dad. That's true. And he's coming at this with a very particular cat dad. That's true. Perspective. That's true. Uh, Dog dad too. Couldn't, a couple things. Couldn't get behind that the is cat a, legs. That but is you a, are a cat man. Yeah. What would you say? You're more of a cat man or dog man? About equal now. That is a funny um, sort of talking point. Like, I, you know, I, I'd let women do whatever they want with their bodies, including stuffing dead rabbits and cats up their pussies. <laughs> That's what it is. If that's what it is, I've it. <laughs> to each their own. To each their own. I don't tell Tom's women what to do. Tom's a true feminist. <laughs> that's, I'm, that's just called being a good ally. It's called being a good ally. That's exactly right. 
How did she actually die? <laughs> she died of like old age or something in like 60 or 70. Amazing. But there's a coda to this story. <laughs> she died of old age. She was like 60 years <laughs> well, you know. That was old age for that time. That's 49. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. But there's a coda. Remember how I told you to remember Molyneux and St. Andre? Yeah. So they went on to have a very hilarious after story to this. <laughs> what happened was... Um, Molyneux, one, they left this whole thing, and they were both more or less sort of disgraced. Um, they sort of like went on uh, working as physicians, but they like sort of lost more and more patients over time. Um, actual patients, like coming into their <laughs> clinics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but one day, Molyneux got really sick um, suddenly and died, and then Saint Andre married his wife later that night. <laughs> Wait, so later the same night? The same night. So it's speculated oh, that St. Okay, Andre okay. poisoned him. <laughs> okay. That's exactly what happened. But St. Andre was his doctor, so nobody knows. Like, he, like, Small No got suddenly he sick. He declared cause of death. <laughs> it's genius. So Small no suddenly got sick. St. Andre was his doctor, and he died, and then he married and fucked his wife later. That yeah. Night. <laughs> so, okay, tell me the guy's name who died. Molino. Molino, and he met the other guy through through Mary. Mary. <laughs> Talk. <laughs> Completely ruined his life. If you don't make Completely. it through this, I'll take over for you, missus. <laughs> the way the universe brings us together. Kind of like uh, Hunter Biden, what he did for his <laughs> departed brother, Bo. Oh, my God. You think Hunter gave Bo a brain tumor? He just held his... He, like, went to his bedside every night and held a microwave to his head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not going there. That's oh, just too twisted. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, that's demented. It probably actually happened, Oh, my man. God. Tanya's going to lose Joe, it. Joe Biden's a savage. You know his son is, too. You know that Hunter Biden fucking gave his ass cancer. <laughs> I don't know if... I, I'm not going to that truth level stop. with it. Dude, his but dad, I will say that... His, I will his, say... His, here's what I'll say. Is that for real? I thought Bro, that was a bit. Look, Hunter, yeah. When Bo died, Hunter married, divorced his wife of 20-some years and married yeah. his no. brother's widow. No. That's what I mean. And that, the God. I That's thought what, that was a bit. No, no, no. No. What, what was the name of his, Joe Biden's what? memoir? Promise Me, Dad. Promise Me, Dad, you'll let my brother blow out my wife's back <laughs> What happened is this. Here's what happened. He left his wife. Hunter had an eye on Bo's wife for... And he took advantage of... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, here's my theory. We heard your theory. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough. That's quite enough out of you, <laughs> Liam. Anakin, I'm going to find you, and I'm going to fuck your wife. Holy! F I definitely thought that whole Biden brother shit was a bit. No, that's real. His dad is Joe Biden. He could have got some yellow cake uranium or some shit and held it next to his head every night at bed, or like plutonium to rods. To get or his something. wife. What does Biden say about this? How's this not news cycle more? I think they try to. Play they've it tried down to, a little bit. They tried to play it down a lot, like totally bury it. Okay. Well, I want an exclusive interview with uh, Hunter's ex-wife. Or whoever. Bo's. Which one? Bo's ex-wife. Bo's one who died. Hunter no. left. Oh, it's Hunter's. Hunter's ex-wife. Right, right. I want to talk to this bitch. Because <laughs> she's sitting on some body yes. secrets she's got no reason to keep. Come on, the Trillbillies. What's her name? Let's fucking find her an interview. Dr. Jill Biden. That's a fucking profile in fucking bravery. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Courage. There's a profile in Courage. Yeah, the former the former uh, Mrs. Hunter, Hunter Biden. Biden has a lifetime. <laughs> Give me a call. Did you really believe? I mean, like you know how like Diane Sawyer or whatever or what is that her name? That's crazy. You say she's back. She was just in Weinsberg. Yeah, the other they're night. back in town. Just chilling. They're hanging doing out. the ten-year anniversary recap of, of the, the Children of the Mountains. Children yeah. of the Mountains, Mountain Dew. Amazing, <laughs> amazing. Mountain Dew mouth. First time I'd ever heard that. Mountain Dew mouth. Did they make it up? Did Diane Sawyer make Did it up? Did they coin the term Mountain Dew mouth? Yeah, I think that's I, where that famous interview. Yeah, I think a doctor said it. I didn't said it. Well, could you imagine us sitting down with her like Barbara Walters or Diane Sawyer? <laughs> and we're like, tell us everything. And it's like one of those where it's got like the studio lighting and she's like got tears in her eyes. <laughs> Or her face is like partially like. He would disappear every night with a. He would take the family microwave. <laughs> Stop it! 
that went missing every night. Microwave. <laughs> Do you have a microwave in your kitchen? I don't know. I'm scared of those things. I don't want fucking tumors. <laughs> yeah, we'll hang out on a cell phone for eight hours a day. This close to our face and right. A cell phone and a fucking computer is way worse. Oh my god. We. I, I don't know if you realize this, but in twenty or thirty years. We're going to be like the people who started getting lung cancer in, like, the 1940s from cigarettes. Like, we're going to have just massive growth-deformed <laughs> tumors growing out of our heads. No one's talking on the phone, though. It's going to grow out of our hands. I was in a long-distance relationship for a while. And, and I you're t- so Did long it get, till it got hot? Not, not yes, till it got hot. Not only that, it, it's damaged my eardrum. Like, there's a certain frequency of the fucking iPhone that, like, when I hear it, it hurts my ear now. It, just this one. It's fucked up. Damn. I know. Interesting. Yeah. It does feel like an actual battery pack. Like, if my phone's almost dead, I kind of feel that. I kind of feel that way, too. And I don't get charged up till the phone does. Right, right. It's become an actual... We're actual <laughs> cyborgs, and these are these are our battery packs. <laughs> charging our phone is the same as charging ourselves. God, I ran out of juice. Googling symptoms eats up a lot of battery, it turns out. <laughs> I woke up in more ways than one. And the first time, I like before I even took Sally, I take my dog to the park every morning. And before I even got Sally to the park this morning, I was on sixty three percent already. Damn. What? Just like because you woke up and immediately went to uh, the TL? Yeah. What could this be? No, not the TL. Oh. Doctor Google. The web MD. Right. Right. Damn. That does eat up a lot of battery. What what have you convinced yourself you got right now? This week. Uh, <laughs> this week in Tom's health update. Let's see. What uh, what have I got? Uh, oh, shoot. Um, Well, yesterday you were talking about five. I, I shouldn't give away that we recorded that yesterday. <laughs> the, uh, that one time we recorded about resource generation. We were talking about five. Um. What is it? What do they call them? Hurdles? Hurdles to or hindrances? Mostly, it was mostly. I, I was. I wanted to call something clever, like dengue hemorrhagic fever, but really, it's just <laughs> depression, <laughs> mental health symptoms. That's what most sickness have is. Lyme disease. Most sickness is. I mean, I don't know how many times I've been convinced I'm having a literal heart attack, and it's just gas, or like heartburn. Oh my yeah. God. Is you that ever happen to you? Uh, no, I feel like I'm an internal optimist. I just don't assume the worst. So, like, when God something bad really, like, you get a weird pain inside of you, do you don't immediately assume the worst? No. What do you assume? The best? <laughs> oh, this will be good. <laughs> no. that's, that's glitter in there. <laughs> I love this village. Uh, I mean, usually I just assume there's a period coming or going or it's just, I don't know, my body's just always cramping that's true essentially yeah i mean um, i mean you i mean think about if you if you two if the two of you had a body that bled for seven days a month i do no it, way in hell i'd want to be a, a, actually, a woman i do it's called hemorrhoids <laughs> i don't mean that like i don't mean that i don't mean that in a sexist way i just mean like with my hypochondria it, i know and saying, what happens with you're all shit. I think I could, you I see so much. You see so much uh, bizarre shit on a monthly basis. <laughs> yeah. You're, yeah, you're more in tune with your body. And that's probably yeah. why Mary Toth was able to just put shove those rabbits right up there. She's like, fuck this. I don't give a shit. I'm going on fucking tour. I'll yeah. do it off fucking one. I don't know why I'm she's going on a tour. Scottish accent all of a sudden. <laughs> she's going on tour. I'm going to go on fucking Ripley's. They're going to fucking tour me around this country. So I'm, I'm going to get to see Sheffield. <laughs> I'll get to Gatlinburg. I'm going to get to see Liverpool. She was going to take her nephew with her in a sack of, ba- of buddies. <laughs> like, uh, she didn't think this through, though. Come on, yeah, honestly. It's kind of like Maybe us. she thought by the time she got on the road, she'd figure out another stitch. Well, that's your thing. Like, you know, once you've started doing a con... <laughs> Uh, you kind of got to improvise, and she kind of got. It was when she they moved her. You know, it was when her shit up, got all fucked up. You know, mm. um, she had to improvise on the fly, and she just wasn't in oh, her home territory. Oh, when they moved her, that's what the f- that's how it went all. Yeah, that's when it around. that's when it went all right because she didn't have her like network of people who were like, you know, helping her. Well, where's the interviews with them? I mean, like, why don't we fucking do more shit like this? Like, we get so much bullshit media for like dumbass like nonprofit stuff like. 
why can't we do more stuff like where we're like Tom has stigmata and we all pretend like he actually is. We're like, yeah, like he sees Christ. Like, Instead, we all just pretend like we're all actually uh, doing effective <laughs> organizing so that we can keep getting paychecks. Right. We're exactly. all just like, yeah, t- Tom's doing a great job over here. Oh, <laughs> I saw him water testing last week. It's like we're all afraid the gig's going to be up for us all. Right. Apparently, we didn't go hard enough for you, Terrence. Sorry about that. What do you mean? We didn't keep the ruse going for you. You oh, got the yeah. you got the fucking pink slip. I know, I know. <laughs> well, it's all right. You know, I kind of dug my own grave with that one. Uh, I kind of dug my own hole, unfortunately. It's all well, that's the show this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you, uh, Mary Toft? Is that a good? I love these. Yeah, I know. I'm into it too. Um, I don't know how if I will ever come up with one. I think I'm just gonna yeah. <laughs> you should bring in your own profiles and courage. The, all of the what's our uh, what's our newest one that we've done like age wise, year wise. Franz Franz Reichelt. That was 1912. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he's the newest one. That's the newest one. Oh, that one was, it's so good. And there's a video of him jumping off the Eiffel Tower. That's the video we showed. That's why everybody said we showed a smut film. Snuff. Mm-hmm. Snuff film. Smut film. We'll show one of those next time. film. Yeah, we'll show one next time. But I don't know if this is going to go on public or Patreon. So if it is not on Patreon, go to the Patreon. But if it is on Patreon, welcome. Congrats. Thank Glad you. you're here. Thank you for your patron patronage. patronage. If you want to hear the Franz Reichelt thing again, go to Street Fight's page. Um, it's really funny. Me and Tom had some good riffs, Tanya. I need to listen to it. I started it and something happened. I had to turn it off and I haven't went back to it. I did try to listen. We were... Um, we I heard you all do a false start. You got a false start going on the speaker pieces. Yeah, you the to start over. keyboard kept going. Oh, yeah, the keyboard fucked up. I don't know why. Someone. I heard that, but I got to restart it. Yeah. I really want to just listen so I could compare you all to the Street Fight guys. You should be our tape guy. You know how Tom watched tape for basketball? <laughs> I'm going to give you guys notes. Yeah. yeah. On how you did. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, is there anything else we have to... I thought there was something else. No? Is that it? I'm trying I, to. I, I can't un. I can't un. I'm. I'm coming unraveled about this Biden situation. Yeah, him running for president or his boys and their his stuff. boys yeah. and their shenanigans. <laughs> you're gonna miss the debate because you're gonna be out. So. Oh damn. We should all be so lucky. <laughs> yeah. I know. I didn't even know there was one until you text. Hey, should we just record after the debates yeah. uh, i guess there's gonna be a debate what what tanya why don't you tell the good audience so that you won't be here the next few weeks that you're not going to be on the show yeah guys i, I definitely won't be in terrence's dungeon locked up the next <laughs> three weeks i'll only be traveling having a good time you can reference my twitter which tom runs That's and we'll show you that i'm having fun <laughs> Good job. You did great. Nailed it. Nailed it. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, that's right. That'll help. It'll help. be me and Tom <laughs> trying to figure out what the fuck to do as content for the next three weeks. Listen, so. this week we got we have an Alexa. Michelle was like up high as a cat one night in order to fuck an Alexa. And so now we've been trying to figure out how to live with this weird robot bullshit. Oh, don't you shouldn't and do yesterday, that. Yesterday yesterday. Um, she had bet me we had a fucking wager going about how if I could do something in 20 minutes and she's like okay well tell Alexa to set the timer and so I yelled out Alexa set a timer for 29 minutes <laughs> did she hear you no but did Michelle did busted fucking busted <laughs> You can see that just goes to show you that we're still smarter than the machines. <laughs> Alexa didn't pick up. Alexa it. didn't pick up my. Mind. Yeah, and also smarter than the FBI, who is Alexa. So. <laughs> <laughs> true. I literally do nothing of any interest to anyone. Certainly not the FBI. Only on this podcast, which we are putting out. That's right. That's content. So. I mean, definitely. I think I, you've I, called for multiple assassinations, actually. <laughs> like on, on this podcast. <laughs> yes, you have. I still I have I. I literally yesterday said, 
if we're going to get the masses riled up and, and prepared for a public execution. Nancy's going first. <laughs> resource generation will be our resource. They will generate the <laughs> blood in the water. The blood in the water. No, at home I don't talk of these things. It scares Michella. Does it? No, I'm kidding. No, she's not joking. Yeah, she's hard not. She don't mind my ramblings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we don't I either. Sarah might be here. Well, thanks for coming by, and uh, Tanya, we'll see you when you get. We'll see you when you get back. When you resurface, which will be. I've lost both of you. All right. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> I'm not even talking. My battery pack right. has called. We'll see you later. <laughs> Bye.